What's up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to episode number 10 of the Review Point Podcast, coming to you from fanboysanonymous.com. I'm your host, Tony Mango, and joining me on the panel for this episode, we've got Chris Dace. Hey, hey, hey. Eddie Sakara. Booyah. And Sam Lassio. What's up, everybody? So if you're unfamiliar with how ReviewPoint works, it's pretty simple. This is basically just a review thing. Uh, I always liked the name ReviewPoint, so that's where we carry this over. Uh, but we break down whatever is in our slides for the episode, and we talk about whether or not we think it was a hit or a miss, otherwise known as, you know, an obvious positive or negative. And our target for this edition is Avengers Age of Ultron, the latest installment in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Not the end of Phase 2, apparently, because they wanted to end on on Ant-Man. They also wanted a different director. They also (laughs) wanted to mess with the storyline. So we'll see how that goes as far as, like, a cap-off for Phase 2. But um, what many would consider basically the end of Phase 2 is, uh, you know, of course, going to be the Avengers film. And let's start off with first impressions. Uh, I'm going to say right off the bat, give myself a little bit of a break when it comes to saying whether or not things are hits or misses. Everything in this movie is a hit for me, except for a couple nitpicking kind of things. So everything you can assume is thumbs up. Fucking loved this movie. I thought it was amazing. Um, Of course, I'm going to throw the little stipulation out there that when I say this, I don't mean that it's going to win Best Picture. <laughs> like, you know, the Academy just doesn't do that. So even though actors are great in it, characters are awesome, plot's great, you know, all that other kind of stuff, it's not going to be, you know, given awards and stuff like that, except for maybe the technical ones. But uh, as far as just pushing aside the snooty Academy kind of vote and talking about whether or not I like the movie and all that, fucking loved it. I have so many positive things to say about this. What about you, Dace? What do you think? Uh, overall impressions? You like it? Disappointed? I really liked it, but for whatever reason, when I walked out last night, I had a kind of empty feeling. I can't explain it. I, I had the exact to... same feeling, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I need to see it again, but at one point, I felt like it drug on a little too long, uh, too much comedy, and I don't know. It was just a weird... It wasn't the same feeling I had when I left the first Avengers. Hmm. It is the longest movie out of all the Marvel films. I don't know by how much, but... No, it makes sense. They had a lot to tell. But for whatever... Maybe I just build Ultron up so much in my head because of reading the comics that I just... I walked away with like, yeah, it was a good movie, but just something's missing. I don't know what it is. And maybe I just... Maybe it's because we saw it so late and I just need to watch it again. Mm. But it was a, it was not the same feeling I had when I walked out of the first Avengers. I got a feeling I know what's missing. They didn't finish Cap's sentence. Yes. <laughs> Avengers. Uh, <laughs> I did boo. I did boo after that. Yeah. yeah you did. <laughs> I'm sure that they like did that on purpose. They were just kind of like, you know what we should do? We should just cut this off at the very end. <laughs> Fuck these guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Chris Evans did like this amazing take. Avengers, assemble! And they're like, yo, wouldn't Chris be pissed if we just <laughs> got rid of his line? <laughs> I think actually what adds to the like a little bit of the empty feeling is I was really angry at Joss Whedon going into this. And then there were several times I leaned over to Kerbin and said, fuck Joss Whedon for things <laughs> that he did in that film that like, it's like, okay, that's just because, Oh, women have to be funny. And she was not funny, but that's just, that's nah, just me bitching. So talking about Helen Cho. 
her and uh, Scarlett Johansson. I don't think her lines were funny at all. Hmm. They were meant to be funny, but I didn't laugh. Eddie, what are your first uh, impressions of this? Um, you know what? I there are things about it that I liked a little better than the first Avenger. I think one way or another, the storyline uh, maybe it was a little better told than the first one because I, I think I mentioned that in the last review that in the first one the story just kind of things just happen, but it just in the end nothing happens. And here, at least, you kind of get this. Um, you you go more in depth, like you see Hawkeye's house and stuff like that. I mean, they they're just hanging out, you know. Uh, and at one point, they're having drinks and just it it was good to see a more humane side rather than you know everybody's action locked and loaded, ready to fire. So in that aspect, I liked it, and I guess it. Um, I guess I need something a little more down to earth in superhero movies. And my favorite movies are usually the ones that are more human. Um. So. Well, here's the thing. I just thought that sometimes it was like, like, why you guys are complaining that it was too uh, too much comedy here and there, and I'm just like, well, I who the fuck wrote this? <laughs> like, it was really bad. Like, I I, I don't even remember any of the jokes. I mean, they were really really lousy, and it was more like it was aimed towards a younger audience. I got the feeling like I wasn't supposed to be there. Because maybe it was more something that a twelve-year-old would love to watch and maybe laugh at or something. I don't know. Hmm. I got the feeling it was very childish. That's all. Just I wish the dialogue was a little less stupid. So, Sam, what about you? What are your first impressions of this? Are you on a more positive uh, note? Um, I am, but I'm really agreeing with Dace, where it's like I walked out not knowing how I felt about the movie. It wasn't a difference between I liked it or I didn't like it. It was, did I really like it? Did I kind of like it? Did I love it? Like, I can't really tell. And that has to do with a lot of things, like some little, some that were just like, I couldn't wrap my head around. And then that, it just, the way it ended, and I don't mean like the end of the movie, the end of credit scene really just kind of jarred me to the point where I'm like, well, that was a fucking waste of time. <laughs> that was a little disappointing. <clears throat> we'll talk about that in a few minutes when we start breaking down characters and stuff. We are also joined by Mr. Sean Walker. What's up, Sean? Not a lot. I got angry, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> so what are your first impressions of this, Sean? You watched this, I think, earlier than everybody here. But, yeah, because um, I live in the UK because I watched it on day of release. So you've had a little bit of time to sit and stew and stuff. Are you, you know, a fan of it? Disappointed? I thought it was meh. I, I'm really... It, it was really, it was boring. Uh, that's, that's my general consensus of the film. I thought it was boring. I thought the last, is this spoiler free or, or can I ruin nah, it? Nah, we're going to talk about spoilers all over the place. <laughs> all right, cool. When um, when Quicksilver died, I was like, thank fuck, that's one boring character gone. Now <laughs> kill the rest. I, I, I honestly, I was bored out of my skull. I was, I sat there for two hours, was it two hours and a half? I think so. I was sat there for two and a half hours, and I was there counting how many ceiling tiles there was. Ouch. Which was 324. There you go. <laughs> Damn. I'm going to be like the most overly optimistic one out of the bunch. I'm not used to this. Either that or we're going to crush your soul by the end of this podcast. Maybe. If this ends with me going, 
Alright guys, well Avengers sucked. Don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. It was better than the first one. Do you like the first one at all? I I hate the first one. I I didn't get why they needed the entire Avengers crew to beat Loki, which Thor already beat like 20 minutes ago. (laughs) Yeah, Sean. Why do other people get this first if they're ungrateful and don't like these things, you bastards? How did they get Captain America before us? Yeah, like you, you're damn you, because, Sean. <laughs> because we found America, so that's why that's why we get Captain America first. That's, America that's good logic. So USA, USA. Yeah, well, they kicked our ass in World War Three. <laughs> Cheerio, let's do it again. Simpsons fans out there are chuckling. So um, let's start talking about the plot itself. Now, uh, first Avengers film kind of didn't really know exactly what the plot was. Uh, They really sort of just went with, like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if the Avengers got together and Loki, like, you know, fucked some shit up? This one's got a stronger plot, I think. You've got um, the repercussions of the first Avengers film carry over from Iron Man 3, where it seems like the majority of what Tony Stark's um, what his drive is, is his uh, paranoia about everything on the galactic scale. I mean, he wants not only for them to get out of the superhero game, because I guess he's you know afraid that he's going to die, but that he thinks that the world's just not ready to be able to handle itself. So he wants to create some kind of a peacekeeping force, and that way it can help fight this menace of alien invasions and stuff like that. Um but he's able to do that uh, kind of half-assed with the help of Banner and basically Baron Von Strucker <laughs> since uh, they did the majority of the work already. But um, Ultron, uh, of course, he's, you know, typical AI. The human race needs to be extinct in order to survive, which never makes any sense. But at the very least, it's a classic sci-fi trope. And you know how it pretty much goes from there. they got to stop him. So... Uh, is this the type of plot that you were kind of expecting to see? Are you guys happy with that, or were you hoping for more of just straight-up Ultron uh, doing what he does more so in the comics and stuff? I know, Dace, you're, you were talking about the, the comics were a little bit um, something you were expecting to see. I, I didn't mind the plot, and I didn't mind where they were going with it. I didn't like... I wasn't terrified of Ultron. Ultron is this be, like this force that's just no matter what you fucking do, he just doesn't die. He shows up no matter what. You blow up every single computer on the world. He found like a fucking flash drive that he still put himself on. It, I didn't get the sense of fear that you would you get from Ultron in the comics because he had the Tony Stark personality. So you had three fucking Tony Stark characters on the screen the entire time. And it was like, all right, this is getting kind of old. Um, I did like the plot, though. I did. It, it stuck to the Ultron plot where... It was more of a subtle way into it, where he's like, "Oh no, 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 I'm I'm not doing that," but in actuality, I am doing that. Um, but I didn't I didn't like Ultron, the character. What to me, he wasn't terrifying like he should have been. Well, let's talk about Ultron, the character. I mean, the easiest way for us to break down a movie like this is go to character by character and talk about their stories and stuff. Uh, did anybody really really like Ultron? I thought that he was all right. I liked Ultron. I think there was some issues with him, though. And, that, and the issues weren't, like, with the character. The issues were with the writing. Uh, to me, Ultron should not have been cracking jokes. 
No, not at all. He shouldn't have been. Now, I understand they didn't want to go with, like, something like, Hey, Ultron, go fuck yourself. Illogical. I do not have reproductive <laughs> parts. Like he, like he does in the comics. Like, I get, like, they didn't want to do that. They wanted to give him personality. But why did you have to give him Tony Stark's personality? Yeah, give him his own. I mean, he in, like, the first out of the gate, he goes after Jarvis. So, like, obviously he does not like that type of personality. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this reminded me of? Nuclear Man from Superman for the Quest of Peace. That's what this film reminded me of. That's why I don't like it. Blasphemy. <laughs> that movie's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta admit, there's similar, you know, similarities between the two characters, though. Yeah, I like that part in uh, Age of Ultron where they fight on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> they would have fought on the moon if it wasn't for Hawkeye being a pansy and can be able to breathe in space. <laughs> Don't even get me started on Hawkeye. Hawkeye had a good show. But yeah, it it just reminded me of like the whole, you know, Ultron had had similar traits to Tony Stark, whereas Nuclear Man had similar traits to fucking Lex Luthor, you know? That's why I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, I can agree with you guys. I think that Ultron didn't need to be cracking the jokes and stuff like that. Some of them, I think, were justified, though. Um, some of them, some of them even were funny, but like he was too witty. He was too funny. Mm-hmm. He was almost, arguably, he was too human. Yeah, I'm not saying that I didn't laugh at his jokes. I just, it just, Ultron should have been scarier. It was just Loki it, as a robot. Yeah, it's not the kind of thing you would expect to come out of a Infinity Stone, right? Like you mm-hmm. think like something pure evil and totally like non-human and something alienating and whatever. No, you got Tony Stark, like, evil version. It's weird. And even fucking Jarvis started cracking jokes as soon – or not Jarvis, uh, Vision. As soon as he became a thing, he started cracking. Yeah, what the fuck was up with that? Like, I was like, dude, chill. Well, Jarvis always cracks jokes. Yeah. Yeah, but – Which made but, sense, but – But it's dry humor. Yeah, and it's Tony Stark's programmable humor that he put in there. So that makes sense. I think it makes a lot more sense for Vision to do that than Ultron. But even oh, yeah. with Ultron, oh, yeah. you can sort of make the extension that Stark is working on it. So, you know, Stark did that for Vision, and he did it for Jarvis, and he did it for Friday, because now we have a new My interface. Which, which is I Irish. And I don't know what nationality she is, but uh, last night after we went to see the film, I purposely went through and I was just like, I'm going to try to find out as much information as I possibly can about like Easter eggs and stuff. Um, and looking up things that I wasn't sure if it was a reference or not to the comics Friday apparently is, I didn't know this, but in, um, the, uh, six, one, six universe, he does eventually create, uh, an AI called Friday. And it's this like kind of childish, uh, female, who's like kind of a play on the the word girl friday or the phrase girl friday like your secretary your assistant kind of thing mm-hmm. uh so that's where they got that from there and i didn't notice this during the film but of course you know people on like wikipedia and stuff they just hunt these kind of things down one of the alternatives for replacing jarvis with friday was jocasta and jocasta is the second offshoot of Ultron. Yeah, like he creates like a wife for himself. Yeah, based off of um, Wasp. Uh, Wasp. Yeah. 
which is creepy as all hell because Wasp is his mom, technically. <laughs> right. And it's like, you know what I want for a wife? Mom. <laughs> <laughs> so they might go with Jocasta in the future. Maybe they're going to keep Friday around. I don't know if I'm 100% sure on keeping Friday's voice. It's a little bit grating compared to Jarvis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is this going to be a theme now where every time Tony Stark is in a Marvel movie, he's going to quit being Iron Man at the end? <laughs> I don't think he quit this time. He was just kind of like, yeah, I'm just going to kind of go do my own thing now again. I kind of took that as him going, okay, Cap, you're going to do the Avengers Academy. I'm going to go do something else, and you're going to hate it in a few months. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I felt like they shouldn't have been friends at the end. Yeah, or at least they, they should have been a little mad at each other, like not such buddy buddy. Yeah, that threw like, me hey, off uh, a little bit. Yeah, like hey Stark, uh, you just created this like robot that almost killed everything. Well, I'll see you later, man. <laughs> but that hammer, though, <laughs> you would agree oh, with God. me that it's fine, right? <laughs> Although I guess they didn't want to end it too dark. Yeah. Sure. It would have been more realistic that way. So let's we talked about Ultron a little bit. Let's um, keep the discussion about Vision going. Vision is a character that I am not the biggest fan of in the world. Vision starts getting into like the the more fantasy kind of stuff than a lot of the things that I like in certain comics. Like, I guess I should specify it more so. Vision's cool. I don't like really the idea that Vision eventually has kids with Scarlet Witch. <laughs> like, Scarlet well, Witch... She, she her, makes them, though. Yeah, but her involvement in Vision is kind of odd. It's interesting, and it's something that I would definitely want to see them do in the future, because, you know, it's the comics, why not? There were subtle little things. Like, I was really happy when they announced that Vision was going to be a part of this, because I was hoping that Jarvis would turn into Vision at some point. And I actually like Vision in this. Um, I liked him more than I thought I was going to. The only thing I don't like about it is I don't like how he picked up uh, Mjolnir. Yeah, that bothered me. I actually like that. What's the justification for why he's worthy, though? He's because pure. he's a machine. Well, no, I, a... I took it as he's pure. Like, the Mind Stone gives him his own mind, and he's worthy because he's a pure being. He has no corruption. He's He's, like he said, he's on the side of life. That's a good point. There is the Mind Stone. I guess if fucking Odin's just kind of like, yo, you got the Mind Stone, I ain't fucking with you. <laughs> I would I have guy, he was like only, He was only like born like 20 minutes beforehand, so, you know, what I, was he got to be impure about, like, yeah, I would 20 have minutes into his life, that. oh, save the planet. I got one okay. thing that he'd be uh, impure about when he picks up Scarlet Witch at the end, and he's just kind of like, you know, Totes gonna bang. <laughs> I had wished that at some point in the final fight, though, we would have seen Cap use the hammer. Mm-hmm. Like, make that thing in the beginning a hint that at the end he's gonna be able to do it. I'm holding out hope that that happens in Infinity War. Yeah. Because he does move it. Yeah, yeah that, that was the part where I thought it was really funny, because Thor's face goes like, oh, fuck <laughs> no, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Okay, he didn't move up it? Until oh, then, up until then, I thought the, the, the comedy in the movie was alright. That's the point where it was still good. Yeah. See, I don't know. I don't think that the comedy was that offensive. I laughed no, at all the jokes. It's not offensive. It's just... 
Well, not offensive in like you know the Michael Richards kind of way or something, but like it was it was cheesy. <laughs> That's why you like the Sony. Maybe, maybe it is. <laughs> but I laughed at that stuff. I mean, Ultron's jokes didn't land a hundred percent, and I couldn't even tell they were jokes. Dace, you mentioned uh, beforehand Black Widow. You didn't like her jokes. Do you remember any offhand that really just made you kind of groan? Uh, anytime she referenced being a woman, <laughs> it was just like, oh, we gotta pick up after you boys all the time? Fuck you. If you didn't pick up after them, you'd have no part in this fucking team. Piss off. But you know what? It wasn't just the jokes. There was a, there was some, uh, there was some dialogue, uh, especially in the end. There was one that I just, I was, I was cringing. It was like, it was between, uh, her and Nick Fury. And apparently he's like handing something to her and saying, you can't always win when whatever. And then she's like, and then she retorts herself like, indeed, but you can always find a meaning in whatever. And then, and then he replies with like, yes, but it takes one to know one or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> God, stop it. Yeah, to me, she's it just It was really bad. Star. I don't remember what, I forgot what they said, but it was lame as shit. Yeah, to me, she's just an action star. She's the best when she's not talking and she's just beating people up. She looks yeah, good. She looks pretty yeah. badass when she does it. But when she had, like, I did not care about her and Banner at all. Thank you, sir. Thank yeah. you. I didn't. I, I liked it. I didn't it no until at all. until one part, and that was the oh. thing that justified it to me, and that was her revelation that she's sterile. Because yeah. to me, beforehand, it was like, oh, you're shoehorning in this, like, romance. They don't need it. Like, and uh, you look at, like, you got, you know, the there's a part where Helen Cho's like, oh, is Thor going to be there? Like, everybody goes nuts over mm-hmm. Thor. And you got Captain America, who's supposed to be, like, the perfect fucking person in the world. And Tony Stark, the most charismatic person and stuff. And it it does sort of make sense a little bit, you know, how she justifies that she's interested in Banner because he's different from everybody else. But at the same time, it's like, yo, Banner's just like a, a wimp. And uh, Well, I did, I did like her one argument that she said to him, like, He's the guy who avoids the fight because he knows he's gonna win. Yeah, like I, I appreciated that line of dialogue to kind of back it up, but it didn't really become anything worth a damn to me until she mentioned the whole sterile thing. And you really think you're the only monster on the team and stuff. And then I was like, all right, now I buy it, but yeah. with the specification that I don't want to see it continue. Like this can't be something that in um, Infinity War that they get back together and like at, you know at the end of uh, Infinity War Part Two there's like some scene where um, you know they're on like a romantic yacht together at the end or some shit like that like no nah, this got to be one shot deal kind of a thing sort of like how she was pretty flirtatious with Cap in Winter Soldier like I like Winter Soldier. what do you mean up close yeah. <laughs> I think Jeremy uh, Renner said it best in an interview. He called her a slut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then got in trouble for it. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he's got uh, three kids, I think. Yeah. Actually, shit, let's talk about that. We're going to bounce around a lot here. Why not? Um, there's something else about Vision I wanted to bring up to later on. But uh, I did not know going into this that Linda Cardellini was going to be playing his wife. I knew that she had a part in the movie, but that they were very, like, hush-hush about it. And I was thinking maybe that this is some kind of a reference to Carol Danvers, and maybe it's something to do with, like, 
Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, she's going to come on and be a character that'll continue on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or something, but um, the character of Lara Barton is actually from the comics as well. It's from the Ultimate series. Stupid. Sorry. You didn't like it? No, I like... I like the, like, loner Hawkeye. Oh, see, I love that they added this in here. If you would have told me before the movie that Hawkeye's got a family, I would have gone, ugh, shit. Like, this can't be a good idea, but I think that this made something, like... It actually humanized him. Yeah, it made him... not only is he basically one of the humans of the team, like his wife said, you're amongst gods. Like, how important could you possibly be? But then, like, it, he was now the relatable character. Yeah, he's the, the most billi- human. Right, you can't relate to the billionaire playboy or the assassin or, like, the Hulk or Captain America or Thor, but now you can relate to Hawkeye. Yeah, I mean, he is the most relatable character out of the whole thing by far because you've got something like Tony Stark who, yeah, he's a human, he doesn't have any powers and stuff, but how many people can ever really be like, well, yeah, you know, I know what it's like to have billions of dollars and act like that, and Captain America is, like, really hard to relate to, even though he is basically just a human being, because he can hold the end of a car from falling off a cliff and shit, like, and he's, the, you know, as close to, like, a pure kind of person as possible, unless you're counting Vision, but Hawkeye is just a guy, and... Uh, a nice little dynamic change where he's the only one out of the whole bunch that actually has a family. So he's got some different stakes according to everybody else, you know. Iron Man's got Pepper, and that's great, but they're not even married. So that's a far cry from Hawkeye. Captain they America, are living in sin. <laughs> Captain America, the total opposite of living in sin. That guy's been a virgin for a hundred years. <laughs> Thor is... You know, he's unfortunately sticking around with Jane when he should be with Sif. Um, oh my God. Which, by the way, did you guys like that little um, back and forth with Pepper and Jane? Yeah. That was great. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. I liked how it ended. Jane's better. <laughs> yeah, Jane's better. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like his version of um, how Hulk punches him at the, uh, in the first Avengers film. I like the yeah. throwback they did with Iron Man punching the Hulk. Yeah, I did. I thought that was clever. In the Hulkbuster, when he punched him, like uh, Hulk punched Thor, <laughs> I thought that was awesome. But back to Hawkeye. I don't like the fact that he has a fucking family. The Hawkeye I'm used to, and I like the recent run they just did with him in the comics, where he's like the loner, solo, cracking jokes. That's the kind of Hawkeye I like. The only time a little bit of that shown in this whole movie was when uh, Quicksilver called him an old man. Yeah, that was and good, he, though. Yeah. He held the bow, and he's like, nobody would know. I could just do it right now. That's <laughs> the Hawkeye I like. Oh, look at that. <laughs> when I found him, Ultron was sitting on him, poor kid. <laughs> if you want that type of Hawkeye, there's a show called Arrow. I think you'd really enjoy it. That's gone off the deep end. Yeah, it has. Uh, he's, he's not a quipping, funny guy in Arrow. Oh. It's just, I'm depressed, and I like Felicity instead of <laughs> Laurel. Yeah, my name used, <laughs> my to, name be used to be Oliver Queen. <laughs> Oh my god, what if he did the same shit that he does on the beginning part where he, like, screams his name? What if it's like, My name is al <laughs> Uh I was gonna say, he's gonna say his Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle character name instead. My name is Casey Jones, <laughs> and I like hockey. 
Cricket. <laughs> but I loved Hawkeye in this. Hawkeye took such a step up from the first Avengers film, and I loved how they referenced too that he's like, nope, already did the mind control thing. <laughs> yeah, like now everyone else is gonna get mind control except me. Yeah, I thought that they took Hawkeye and they made him an actual like worth a damn character compared to before. I mean, I yeah. was fine with him in the first Avengers film because he's not the focal point, and not everybody can be. So I know, like, some people are probably like, well, you know, they didn't really do that much with Scarlet Witch in here. Well, you know, that's because they had Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Ultron, Vision. Like, at a certain point, you've got 50 fucking characters. You can't do everything with everybody. I actually like Wanda. I thought Wanda was pretty good. Yeah, see, I think that they balanced out all the characters for the most part. Like, the only person that I think maybe got shafted a little bit is... The fact that we didn't get any kind of cameos from the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. people. Yeah, like, the fuck? Sorry. Like, I would have really appreciated and That's one of my only misses here. And, it's, you know, it's nitpicking, but that Avengers Academy kind of thing that they had at the end, that would have been really cool if, like, the shot of all the people, like, you could hear in the background, they're all kind of doing, like, the military um, marching kind of thing. If some of them were, like, I don't know, Fitz and Gemma, or Sky, or hell, bring fucking Agent Ward in, because he's the man. Yeah, Yeah, I think they got shafted big time. Uh, And I really think it's because Joss is a whiny little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) The reason why none of these characters were in this film is because nobody actually watches Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's better this season. I haven't seen it since the uh, second half of season two started back up. I'm not in it because Joss is a whiny bitch. Oh, you guys gotta watch it. It's, it's good. good. I like it. Fucking Mockingbird in there. Yeah. Yeah, why wasn't she in it, at least? Yeah, she and Mac and uh, Hunter and stuff like that. Like, that would have been a really cool shot if they would have done that. And I think that that would have boosted up the episodes um, that are coming in the future. Was mm-hmm. it two, I think? Yeah. Two left. I'm curious as to where they're going to go because, like, the, the way they ended S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, they were talking about the Scepter. Coulson's the only one that knows Furies a lot. Well, he told Mockingbird and a Mexican dude. Oh, look at this. Gonzalez? Gonzalez, yeah. He told them to. But come on. Throw them a freaking bone. Coulson was one of the most loved characters in phase one, and you couldn't even give him like five seconds on his big screen. Joss, you little bitch. <laughs> yeah, Joss. And, then, some and then said in an interview that he's like technically like dead to him. Like, Yeah, fuck you, Joss. You I just don't... took one of the most beloved characters and killed him. I don't get that at all. He's like, no, he's dead. But I started a show where I brought him back to life. <laughs> he's a bitter little bitch. He's back because he's not going to be a part of the Marvel Universe anymore. Fuck I don't him. think he wants to be part of the Marvel Universe anymore. I think Good. he's just burned I out. Him. I don't want him in the universe anymore. Take your women-loving shit and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I think if Dace would have done a rewrite in this film, the line, I'm always picking up after you, boys, would have been followed up with, yeah, because you're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Hawkeye would have said over the microphone to her. Now get back in the kitchen and make me a sandwich. And then all the producers and stuff were like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is going to be a problem. <laughs> Dace really is like, no, 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 no. We need to add another scene where Dr. Helen show is... Doing laundry. <laughs> yeah. Ultron has her in an apron as she's doing all her work. <laughs> okay with all that. See, I liked how they balanced these characters out, though. Like, even Helen Cho was useful. Yeah. Like, she wasn't just there to, you know, 
fulfill the Asian market thing or to have another woman in there. Like, she served a purpose. She was the one responsible for building the bio matrix, whatever thingamajig jargon. Yeah. So what was the name again? Helen Cho. Helen Cho, right. That's that's a lot better than what we were calling her in the cinema. What was that? (laughs) (laughs) The chink doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a lot better. (laughs) We we, we, we got lost. We we, we got confused. We were like, we don't know who this chink doctor lady is. (laughs) Let's let's just get on with the fucking action. Come on, I want to see Hulk. I would like like to go on record and say that I do not support the views of Sean Walker. (laughs) Again, Marvel, you give these people the movie first. It's not fair. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you you still get Batman and Superman before us, so you know. Oh yeah, great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, we get to get, uh, be disappointed with that movie first. Spoiler alert: yeah, He we, sucks as Lex Luthor. <laughs> we save you guys money. Awesome. That's great. <laughs> but uh, I would have liked a reference to Amadeus Cho. That would have been kind of cool. I playing Rock Me Amadeus. <laughs> or just like her mention like a son or something when she said that she couldn't afford to go to parties and stuff I was hoping that the line afterward would have been like you know I've got a son I gotta watch out for him I got a busy job you know but instead it was just kind of like kind of want to bang Thor so I'll go I know he's got a girlfriend but I'm still gonna try to hit that yeah I'm gonna pull the Sif method <laughs> <laughs> well you know what they say once you go chink there ain't going back. <laughs> <laughs> Was it once, once you, you try Chinese? Chinese. <laughs> yeah, she's, fucking, she's Korean. Oh. She's not even Chinese. <laughs> They're all the same, though, I mean. <laughs> so wait. Why did they get when the movie Dace first? Said, <laughs> when Dace said you were British and you corrected him that you're Welsh. And now we're talking about Chinese and Korean being exactly the same. Well, Cho was actually a Chinese uh, name, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. I, I don't actually care at this point. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, God, my bad, my bad. Now no, I'm just Joe, sad. Joe is Korean. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's true. My bad. So I mean, thought that... Can I hit my uh? Can I hit my uh? Long, long list of things that were wrong with this movie now. The, okay, are I they about Helen Joe? Can I clear something out of the way before you start? Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. Remember how uh, the Incredible Hulk had this bogus uh, Portuguese and Brazilian reality going on. <laughs> You're going to bring that back up. <laughs> Here's the thing. Marvel, how, mu- how much they spend on this movie? Uh, 250 million? Uh, like 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah, budget. 279.9 million. Alright. Couldn't they have hired an actress that could actually pull off an Eastern accent? Like, there was a the Scarlet Witch, whatever her real name is, the twin. The hot Olsen. Yeah, there you go. The Olsen. Yeah, the, yeah, the younger the Olsen. Without the drug problems. Wanda, Wanda Maximoff. There you go. There's a line in the movie where I'm like, this is exactly why I, I can't take these movies seriously. Because she, she goes like, okay, I just have to hold them off. As, I just have to hold them. Uh, yeah, I know exactly what them, line you're talking them, about. off. When Wait, she's talking to Quicksilver at the here, end, and she, she tells him to go, you know, she spoke good English, and then off. Yeah, like like her accent was so like 
Yeah, there you go. Like, hey, with Sokovian. Hey, the guy you know. was okay. The guy was okay. The what are you retarded? Like, <laughs> but so, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The Scarlet Witch like, was one of the Olsen twins. No. no, 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 not twin. She's a younger sister of the twins. Oh, yeah. She learned from her older sisters what not to do. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. When you're in Korea looking at Dr. Chink, uh, <laughs> Dr. Cho, she, you know, like she's walking in the hallway going, Why would the two, why would brother and sister who are from Krakosia or wherever they're from, Sokovia, some made up nation, mm-hmm. and why would they not speak in whatever Sokovian language? Which is probably just some Slavic uh, offshoot of uh, Serbian or something. Well, I think they made it easier for everybody, and they just no, 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 no. Then why, why is a Korean? Then why is a Korean speaking Korean? I want to know. Because Korea is actually a real place that you can go to. (laughs) (laughs) Because they wanted to make sure that if anybody complained about the movie, that it wouldn't be an issue of race, Sean. (laughs) I have no, I have no issue with it. Yeah, you do. We just ain't no warning anyone, so we call it Dr. Chink. At least speak Russian. I know it's not a real country, but come on, man. Slavic languages are similar. You don't have to necessarily. Yeah, I don't, I'll agree with you. I don't think speaking Russian would have been that hard. I think Mickey Rourke just made it look hard. <laughs> <laughs> At least he had a proper like English, totally weird English accent when he did it. My boy. He sounded Russian for real. You know, not like... Too. Is it yeah. just me, or was there like a lot of jabs in this movie towards like, uh, not even jabs, but like references that at least I made up in my head? When Ultron lifted the uh, city, I thought Asteroid M, and the entire time I thought they were from Latveria, and I just wanted Doom to walk out. I, I can see that. Okay. Uh, I think that this could have been like the MCU version of Latveria. Yeah, it really felt like it was, and that that castle was one step away from being. Like Doom's castle. Doom yeah. yeah, I, I did get that feeling. Maybe like my version of Latveria is different. Like I kind of picture more of like a Denmark. Well, what country? I thought Liberia. Would you say Latveria? Doctor Doom. Yeah, those countries are based off of like a Romania and Czech Republic. That kind of weird. That that kind of hybrid. You know, they like they want gothic stuff, but they want like weird peasant gypsy stuff at the same time. Yeah, I don't think like. Although this is one of my negatives, uh, I put this in the the making the grade review that I did on the, the website. Uh, one miss that I have is there's only two looks in the whole film. You've got the industrial cold blue kind of set, like the the room that they're partying in, and the laboratories and stuff like that. Or you've got the gringy sandstorm kind of old beaten down building one which Sokovia looks the exact same to me as Wakanda yes like yeah. they're just yellow and brown tones and stuff like that so that threw me off and what uh, threw me off even more is afterward I uh, was looking at you know the more information I said that earlier but uh, Joss Whedon was like, I wanted to get like a different feel, a lot of different locations and stuff. And it's like, well, you went to Italy and you went to here and stuff like that, but they all look the same. So when they went like, oh, we got to go to Sokovia, I was just like, wait, weren't we already just like here? Like, isn't that where Claw was? And I'm like, wait, no, that was Wakanda or Wakanada. 
Wakanda. Oh, I loved Bruce Banner said in the beginning, Wakanda. Oh, Wakanda. I loved how they incorporated Claw though. Yeah, I liked how they chopped his arm off. Wait, that's Claw? Yeah, that's Ulysses Claw. I thought that was Grim Reaper. Claw Claw is uh, the main villain for Black Panther. Who the fuck is Black Panther? He's one that Sean's going to get confused about. (laughs) He's going to say something really really (laughs) rude. He gets pulled off YouTube. Uh, uh, Right. I knew exactly what was going on. Sean, stop talking. Right. It was the Easter egg of the Star Wars, alright? It's the Star Wars Easter egg. Alright. I did my research before I went, right? I was looking out for a guy to get his arm chopped off. Because apparently they've done it in every Phase 2 film. Yeah, so, I think that that's hilarious. The thing, the thing that threw me off about this film, right? When Tony said about the two looks, right? I honestly thought you was on about Mark Ruffalo's facial expressions. Because <laughs> that look has only got two looks. Bring out back of, Edward goddamn Norton, you cunts! Out of every actor in the whole thing, definitely I'm still just not on board with Ruffalo's banner. No, it's terrible. And they did a lot of him. And it's like, Hulk is amazing. Hulk is great. Mm -hmm. It's just Banner that's, you know, not great. I like Edward Norton better. Yeah. Yeah, we should do a petition. Which won't get us anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Change.org. This is kind of a running joke for those of you guys that know Nick Andrew. How many times (laughs) do you think, dear God, there's going to be a Planet Hulk? Our friend... Yeah, our friend Nick has been harping on Planet Hulk for uh, God knows how long now. And it's like to the point where it's ridiculous. Like he'll be like, yeah, you guys see that uh, one part in uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, where they talk about Project Insight. Well, I got insight that Planet Hulk's coming. Like, <laughs> and it's like, oh, come on, you're stretching so much, damn it. And then, of course, this movie ends with him on a fucking ship in the sky going off on his own. And it's like. I just turned around the neck and I'm like, God damn it. Like, yeah, but then, then they said he crashed, so he didn't actually get into space. Did they confirm that, though? Because I thought that Fury said he's they probably off in Fiji or something. Yeah. Right, because they found that stealth plane. And, but then they're like, we found it. But we he may not said, have because it was stealth. He even said <laughs> the line of, there's nowhere in this world that I could go. It's like, damn it! Nick is like like glorious and he thinks it's great because Planet Hulk is coming. <laughs> but you know what? I'm kind of fine for. I'm okay I don't, don't want to see a Planet Hulk film like revolve around the whole thing. But if Guardians of the Galaxy stops yeah. by and they see Hulk, like sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Give him a ride back to her. Yeah. Yep. Where he's like, <laughs> I want to go back. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> I'm on some war world. I crossed over to DC. I'm fighting Mongol and shit. <laughs> I thought we had to fight Thanos. Is that when he is that when he bangs She Hulk? Well, World War uh, Hulk. Yeah. No, uh, he uh, he bangs that. Uh, one don't chick. give me the fact that they're cousins. I know what you Americans get into. <laughs> oh, you're the one asking. No, that's sisters, and that's only in the South. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's where he uh, was. Like, she's like a Sicarian or something like that. Yeah, she's uh, from the planet. Showing some nerd cred there, Sakarian. Um, <clears throat> should bring Nick on this. He'd be like, "Oh, I know exactly what happens." <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the I loved how they. Bill comes from nowhere. I punch him in the face. 
I loved how they had, like, with Hulk in this, uh, the lullaby thing, you know, you, you gotta start working on a way to calm Hulk down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was expecting him to talk more. Yeah, they could have had at least a couple of lines. Yeah, he didn't say a word. Like, instead of the the puny god and that kind of stuff, he could have just been, like, you know... I, could, I was hoping that he was going to beat uh, Hulkbuster and then just say Hulk is the strongest there is. Uh, but they did do a good job with that whole the battering ram. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, Attacking uh, from the back, dick move. <laughs> Yeah, see, speaking speaking of uh, the humor, the only uh, person who really delivered was uh, Robert Downey Jr. Because I think huh. it, Tony Stark is just—he's got to there's got to be humor in it. Mm-hmm. And that was the only one that really worked for me. I liked the running gag with Cap of the yeah. Not oh, your language that was lame, thing. Dude. I mean, they could have done it better. They could have done it better. Nah, I liked it. It worked, but nah, it could have been better. I liked it for everyone except for when Scarlet Witch, or not Scarlet Witch, uh, Black Widow. Scarlet tried to Johansson. Show something. Yeah. I, mixed, I mixed them up too because now we have Scarlet Johansson and Scarlet Witch. I yeah. liked Scarlet Johansson when she was on screen in her black leather. That's the only time I liked it. Did you notice not though that they, they called uh, Wanda that witch once mm-hmm. and they never called Pietro Quicksilver? Yeah. yeah. Which I'm starting okay. to think the reason they killed him off is because of the shared rights. Because you were so much better in X Men. Yeah, I he like had, this... he had a featured thing in X Men. It's a little bit. I like this version better. I like the design of this Quicksilver better, but overall character definitely. Well, the Days of Future Past one was just so powerful. Like if mm-hmm. this Quicksilver was as powerful as that one, the entire fight would have been over with just him. Yeah, Thanos would have been defeated already. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go on record and say, you know what, the Days of Future Past one was interesting, but I definitely like this version better. This is the Quicksilver from the comics. It that other one was just... shit out of me. <laughs> it, was the old, it was the most shittest character I've ever seen in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> and, and trust me, but I've seen, I've seen X-Men Last Stand, alright? I've seen that shit. So he's worse than Flea? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you know, I like how they paid attention to detail, however, uh, that Quicksilver uses Adidas to run. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't product. Sure, they don't speak they don't they don't speak fucking Macedonian to each other, but sure. You know, they will uh, they will have proper brands. Oh, I'm pretty sure that there's like an Adidas factory over in Sokovia. They have a bunch of kids working on there. Yeah. Like probably stole them off a guy. <laughs> that's that where crazy. Kathy Lee sets up her stuff you know <laughs> I did like when Quicksilver ran into the police station to tell them all to run and they didn't do anything and he comes back with a fucking gun yeah, get, get off your ass <laughs> uh, let's see here some other cameo people um, supporting characters and stuff like that Maria Hill you know perfectly fine as far as I'm concerned she doesn't need yeah. to be a main character wait 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 uh, Tony uh, you're gonna appreciate this wasn't there a guy in, um, on one of the panels at a certain point that looked kind of like Ted Mosby like he had, he had like some curly hair and oh uh, the in the shield helicarrier yeah he was yeah. he was from Winter Soldier yeah, yeah he was the I, guy that him. he um, kind of looked like Ted Mosby and I was just thinking like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I cannot dude I'm I mean Kobe's mother's like she's got to win an Oscar or something in some awesome role there or else I'm always going to see her as Robin <laughs> Trubisky. 
best supporting character, I gotta think, War Machine. Donnie. I like yeah, it. Oh, they, need, they need to change the character who plays him, though. The actor who plays him, because... Um, Again? He, 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 he does a TV show that I watch, but I can't remember what it's called. House of Lies. He's in that, and that's all I can picture him as. Hmm. That's all I can picture him as. So they need to I change did, the character. I did like the little uh, falcon here and there sprinkled in. I think he got yeah. He's gonna play shaft. No, no, that he got the shaft. Like, oh. <laughs> why? Why was he involved in that final battle? But showed up at Avengers Academy. Well, they kind of wrote a reason for that in there already. I mean, they had that part where he is partying with them and all that, and he's like, "Look, not that I'm not into the whole like uh, looking into our missing persons thing, but so apparently during this time period where Steve's off doing his own thing, Falcon's the one that's." getting all the resources for Winter Soldier. Yeah, he's looking into where Bucky is, and he even says, like, I mean, obviously, he's going to change his mind by the end, but he said, like, I'm not, like, an Avenger. That's you. You do the whole save the world thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do the small-scale stuff. But I guess he changed his mind because they gave him a new jetpack. Yeah, I mean, well, we don't know how much time passed between that. they got to set up that whole building, you know, that kind of stuff. It's probably been a couple months. I did really like that they called it New Avengers. Yeah, that was cool. But I liked how they did that, too. They they did a really good job, I think, in this film of making it seem like this is a world that these people actually live in, and it's not just, like, we were able to get this character, so we threw him in there. Like, War Machine, you know, he is hanging around in the party. He should be doing that, because he's Tony Stark's best friend. And when it comes down to we've got the helicarrier and stuff, of course you've got War Machine there, because it's... He's about as close as, like, what they could get for another Avenger as you can possibly get. And they went back to the War Machine thing because Iron Patriot, you know, that it's got, like, a tainted version of it now. And, like, that was fucking great. Like, I did not expect to see War Machine pop up in the end there. And I was legitimately just, like, ecstatic to see that. Just like, yes, because this is something that would happen in the comics. Like... If there's one thing that I can say is the reason why I love this movie as much as I do, it's because it felt like watching a movie representation of a comic book. Yeah. Like, there's, like, no limitations in this film. We went to Asgard for a quick shot of Heimdall talking about Ragnarok, and Thor's looking at the future with the fucking Infinity Stones. They clarified the Infinity Stones. We've got a good reason for how Vision exists in the Mind Gem and fucking Captain America slightly picking up Mjolnir. Like, this is such a geeky movie (laughs) that I could see why it would alienate some people. Like, there's probably going to be casual fans that went into this and they were just like, oh, this wasn't as fun as First Avengers or something. But for, you know, I mean, this is Fanboys Anonymous. We're fanboys. Like, I went into this and I was just like, I want to see... Cameos abound, and uh, even the fact that like they went with the right name for Hawkeye's wife, like it pisses me off to no end. If a movie can do a cameo and they don't, and they do that in so many of them, like Man of Steel, perfect example. They're like, we've got this Brainiac thing that does everything that Brainiac does. I mean, you know, it's like a nanotech thing, and. It's a codex for the whole Krypton, and it's got these tentacles. Let's not call it Brainiac. (laughs) 
that drives me nuts. And this film was just like, no, we're going to fucking do that because why wouldn't Ulysses Claw be the one with the vibranium? Why wouldn't uh, Thor be in the position that he's in where he could just call up Eric Selvig, which should have fucking killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Kerbin specifically leaned forward and stared at Tony the entire time Selvig was on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to die in one of these movies. Like, <laughs> okay, Speaking of which, um, maybe I, I don't know, maybe I spaced out yesterday or something, but it occurred to me that Thor was the most ran like just batshit crazy random when he just flew out of his cave vision whatever and then he just like uh like Tony Stark and uh Captain Captain America right Captain Rogers were arguing about no you can't bring him to life yeah we have to because it's the only chance we have no you can't you almost destroyed us all of a sudden Thor is like fuck this shit like lightning and shit and then all of a sudden vision like, I like that. Though, I was like, what, how, "How fucking random is that? Like, what, what are you doing?" <laughs> was I the only one that was like, "What the fuck just happened?" It was. It was a bit of a clusterfuck. Yeah, I kind of liked how crazy that was. No, no. Like, what's the reason? Like, dude, like, it's too random. It make it made no sense at all. Like, I'm sure Thor had a great idea over what the the, the Infinity Stone was and what was inside and stuff, but hint at something that he's about to do it you know like like have a flash like oh i know what to do with the infinity stone it's, it contains the whatever something it doesn't have to be that bl- uh that uh blunt but you know wasn't that the whole point of him taking that bath no it's because yeah, but why so, so he took a bath and then suddenly he's like oh man i know exactly what, like <laughs> that's actually that's on my list of problems i had with this movie the bath that he should have taken a shower instead. Yeah. Well, no, just that, like that in general. Like, uh, like, hold on, let me pull it up real quick. And they need a Barry White in the background as he was doing he, uh, it. Here it is. The, the thing I, the note what? that I have. Barry White in the background. Light some yeah. candles. <laughs> Make Something's it a bubble bath. All right. Let's get it on. <laughs> the note that I have here says Thor and Selvig knew about a magic pool that only showed Thor something we already knew anyway. Something never mentioned until now. It's a Lazarus so, pit. So, like, Thor and Selvig knew about this pool. They knew it existed. Yeah, they they never touched on it until now. And yeah, it showed Thor something that we as the audience already knew anyway. Did Selvig know, or did Thor just I, tell him? I think Selvig well, based well, his Selvig had to have known, yeah. because how did Thor know? Like, why did Thor need Selvig if he already knew where it was? Uh, that's a good point. But then, just, how did Selvig know where it was? But then, why did he? Huh? Why did you know, Thor then why have did, to why explain Thor to Selvig? Why did Thor go see Selvig in the first place? Right. Why did Thor have to explain to Selvig like there's water spirits? They're gonna Cameo. show me my vision and stuff. He's like, <laughs> and, every, and you have to be there in case I have a bad trip. Like, right? <laughs> you know, it's like his drug buddy. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh you know, man, I, could I, fly. I could totally fly, dude. You know, I'm a fish. Well, I well, can well, breathe on like, the water. Had a heart attack. He needed somebody there to jumpstart his heart. You know. It was very just like, it was ve- what's what's the terminology? Deus ex machina, where it's just like we have nowhere for this to go, so yeah, let's yeah, just yeah, throw yeah. in this random thing that now just explains everything. Fair enough, I agree with you on that point. 
Where's but maybe I'm not gonna when you intentionally kill someone for no particular. Well, no, you you put the characters in. You put the characters against a wall where like nothing is now gonna further the plot. So then you just throw something in that now continues the plot. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly it. I think I know I, why this happened. He doesn't go for Sif because Jane's better in his mind. Mm-hmm. What if Selvig is better than Jane? And he, uh, he brought him there because he wanted to invite him in to the pool. That was pool. homoerotic. <laughs> or maybe uh, Natalie Portman asked for too much money for a 10-second role. Uh, maybe. <laughs> like, that'd be a great scene where he invites fucking Jane instead. And he's just kind of like, so, want to hop in a pool quick? Well, uh... Let's <laughs> get it on. <laughs> Are you worthy to get on? <laughs> oh god! Yeah, he who should ever be worthy can grab my cock. <laughs> it's like he, he ties the uh, the wrist handle on Mjolnir to the end of his cock, and then he just he, he makes himself hard, and then he sees if his dick can lift the hammer. Simple answer is you're all not worthy. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um... So we talked a little bit about Thor. We talked Black Widow, Hawkeye, Maximov. Uh, actually, we didn't talk too much about Captain America. There's nothing to say. He was I, He was as perfect as Captain America as they've ever done a representation of, I think. Yeah. Like, he is just that incorruptible, bright-eyed... Um, what the hell did, uh, did Ultron refer to him as in there? God's child or something like... Yeah, God's perfect child or whatever. I was just like, that's a perfect uh, name for him because he's boring as all hell in the best possible way. Like, I mean, Scarlet Witch fucks with his mind, and you see Peggy there for a second, and he doesn't even let it like phase him. Yeah, that was a great thing there. Like, Thor sees Ragnarok, and it's like, you killed us all. We're all dead and stuff. And Iron Man, you know, you could have saved us, but we're all dead and. Fucking Hulk is just kind of like, ah, I hate Sokovians. And she's like, Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, they never know. actually showed like what Hulk actually saw. He probably didn't see anything. He's probably just mindless rage. But I would, I would have loved a Betty cameo right there. Yeah, that would have been good. But um, uh, is Tyler or the other one? Too much money. Liv Tyler. Either that, or like throw in uh, Ross, telling him like he's just a monster and he can never have anybody and stuff like that. That would have been cool. But, but no, they didn't do that. I love, though, how Captain America's whole vision is basically just like, I wish I would have went on that dance with that girl I liked. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, but I can't, because she's dying and old, and I'm alone. Like, All right, guys, so great. Because <laughs> Captain America should be that guy. Like, he is, you know, he's the dude that the weight of the world's on his shoulders and he goes, all right guys, you know, pick it back up. We can do this. Like <laughs> good line though. When he said about, um, if you're injured, like keep going. If you're dead, walk it off. Well, I guess, uh, Quicksilver didn't get that memo. <laughs> you didn't see that coming. I, I did like that little, that little line. <laughs> Something didn't make sense though. Uh, Quicksilver is that fast. Why couldn't he just like move, uh, Move him out of like just push him out of the way. Well, I have Joss Whedon's a bitch. Move. Yeah, I just have a. What? Oh, it... What? Who? What? There, Superman? 
I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I pulled up my notes again. I have this note here that, like, not that Quicksilver should have gotten them out of the way fast enough, but it was like, if Quicksilver's that fast, couldn't Quicksilver also heal fast? How the fuck didn't he just move the people? No, he's not, uh, his, it's not his DNA that's fast, it's just... Well, they said his metabolism is fast, so the cells oh, in his bullshit. body should be fast. No, that's bullshit, then I don't buy it. Yeah, but he's not and the And if flash. he's that fast, he can run as fast as the bullets, right? So he could just, like, pick them out of the air, literally. You know what I mean? Why'd he move I a did, bus well, not the people? I actually... I, <laughs> it's true. There was an interview Aaron Taylor Johnson gave with Elizabeth Olsen where, like... Or no, 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 it wasn't him. It was Joss Whedon, where I think Joss Whedon kind of just gave it the away bitch. without giving it away because he... For some reason, he's got, like, a bug up his ass. But he was basically, like, Quicksilver is as fast or uh, almost as fast as a bullet. <laughs> he said that in an Joss. interview, and now that I've watched the movie, I'm like, you were, uh, you were kind of telling He's us, weren't you? Fucking asshole. <laughs> they had to have killed him off for the rights issue. Yeah. It's gotta be. Like, kind of like a trade-off. Like, okay, well, if you want to use Quicksilver in the X-Men universe, you can keep using him. We're gonna keep Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Why? She has a shitty, lousy, I don't believe her accent. Because she's more important to, like, the story, you know, she'll be with Vision, she's got yeah, different powers, sure. you know, like... I think in the comics, Quicksilver leaves before her, when it comes to the Avengers. I think so. I think he's just like... Yeah. Hmm? I could see that. I was hoping that they wouldn't kill him off, though, because I was hoping he would have some kind of tie to the Inhumans, since he's gone through the Terrigen Mist before, and he... Uh, they, ne- they never called somebody. him. They never called either of the twins Inhumans once. Yeah. They never alluded to it or anything. No, they made the right choice. They didn't have to. Miracles just, and volunteers. Yeah. Yeah, but they also never explained why so many people died in the experiments, but they lived. Because they weren't contracted to be in the movie. Also never explained how <laughs> everybody speaks English in that country. Here's a miss, though, on top of killing Quicksilver to me. They shouldn't have killed Strucker. Yeah, I, that was that, a complete that's also on my. That's also on my list of problems. Like... Maybe that actor didn't want to be a part of like you know some eight figure contract thing or something like that, but it would have been cool to see him in Agents of Shield at the very least. Like Strucker is a main character in the comics; he's not somebody to just write off. Like they've yeah. got Doctor List right now, and it's like who the fuck's Doctor List? And uh, you know they got like Bakshi and whatever, and you can get rid of these guys, but Strucker is like the guy. I do like that they're going to use uh, Zemo in Civil War. Yeah, I do like that. So maybe be- Zemo takes his place. Maybe that's why they needed to get him out of the way. I don't know. Yeah, he had like 15 minutes in the entire Marvel Universe. And right, it was like, him just was, giving he up. Was, he was teased in Civil War over a year ago now. And you're thinking like, wow, he's going to be like this huge thing in the movie. And then he's dead. Yep. Unless it's Photoshop. He is a computer. <laughs> Ultron sitting there. <laughs> oh man, that rap tool didn't work right. <laughs> or maybe he used MS Paint. I'm just saying, people who use MS Paint are pretty talented. I could see uh, him using GIMP. He hired a hipster <laughs> to do it, and that's why it said peace in blood. He went on Fiverr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because how could like a robot write peace in blood on the wall without it being all like fucked up? They don't have smooth skin like a human. Ultron does. I mean, uh, Vision does. Yeah, we wasn't around yet. <laughs> yeah, like maybe I'm just saying, Strucker's still alive. Hashtag maybe he, maybe Strucker. he did do it. 
And it's actually the time gem. He went back in time and did it. <laughs> yeah, that's where it is. Oh, speaking of in the gems and stuff like that, we do have to mention the mid credit sequence, which, all right, here's a miss. What no sequence? end credit sequence. They should have done something. They could have, you know, if the end credit sequence of Thor the Dark World is just that creature running around, you could have put something in for uh, Avengers. Dude. You could have taken you after I told you. You, you so could have taken quick. a scene from Spider Man and just had him swinging through New York, and I would have went ape shit. Even if it was the same scene I already seen before. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. I know exactly what they should have done. They should have got like Captain America uh, or Steve Rogers, whatever, walking down the hallway in Avengers headquarters, and there's some intern. Uh, no, I think he's looking at some documents or something. He goes like. And then some intern walks by and goes, language. Yeah, that would have been, like, yeah, that perfect. That would have been, been funny. Would you know, Then that would have been funny. Then that joke that's played throughout the whole movie would have been funny. Yeah, I would have been totally on board with that. That would have been hilarious. Or they could have built something up towards Ant-Man, because Ant-Man's going to suck. Ant-Man is not going to suck, dude. <laughs> I got a lot of I'm so I'm happy to see Ant-Man. Oh, I have, like, so little faith that that's going to be great. That seems like it's such a cop-out to me. It's got Paul Rudd in it. How could it be bad? Maybe it's going to be funny, you know? Like, like maybe, like, like how Deadpool's going to be funny in a good way, in a really good way. I think it's going to be really annoying hearing uh, Douglas keep saying Scott. Scott! <laughs> You're a good guy, Scott! <laughs> and they even go, like, uh, back to the 60s when he was talking to Peggy Carter and Howard Stark. And they're going to be like, uh, so, Hank, what are you working on? Scott. <laughs> what? Scott. It's like, hey, what's your favorite paper towels? Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? really? Mine's a, do you like brawny paper towels? Scott. <laughs> Just have that for the end credit sequence. It's fucking Michael Douglas saying Scott at the camera. It's just like a you know the, the kind of like confessional booth that they do on like reality shows and stuff. And it's like you got the little blip like bloop. All right, Michael. Uh, you know, do you want to tell anybody anything about the upcoming Ant Man film? Scott said it. <laughs> Scott. They're like, oh fuck. Why do we pay this guy so much money? But. I would have liked to see some kind of an Ant-Man thing at the end, you know, maybe just have, like, a bunch of ants and a quick CGI shot of, uh, like Dace is saying, you got the Spider-Man swing through, maybe the shot is like a, an ant hill, a bunch of ants are climbing it, and then for one quick second, there is scat on top of them, <laughs> uh, you know, and Scott's theory. just riding it, like... I, here, here's the thing, I have a theory that, um... Uh, I think that out of all the Marvel heroes they could have possibly done, they picked Ant-Man because I think there was probably a dare between producers or something. Like, I dare you to make this movie if if you're wrong about this. Okay, I, I totally fucking do it. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah. oh shit, I'm wrong. Oh, man, I gotta make an Ant-Man movie. Now. It's like, <laughs> like, years and years ago when they were trying to figure out, they are like, we gotta do Thor, we gotta do Cap. Uh, what else can we do? And somebody's like, how about Ant-Man? And I'm like, all right, let's put that down. Wait a minute. We can't actually do that. What What do you mean we can't do that? We got to do that. We've also got that movie with the tree and the fucking raccoon. 
<laughs> we can pull that shit off. We can pull it off Ant Man. <laughs> no, but dude, Guardians of the Galaxy had room for. It, it, it was a good open canvas to do stuff. Ant Man's yeah. kind of weird. It's very restrictive. I don't know. It's just... Still haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy. You still haven't seen that? No. Oh, man. Dude, that movie Blasphemy. You got to watch these movies. And you got to watch Agents of Shield, and apparently you got to watch Agent Carter, which is kind of a. Did you even fucking a... watch Age of Ultron? <laughs> yes, I did. All right, Agent then Carter tell me. I kind, of, people. I kind of fell asleep during. Who's the Who's the villain in Age of Ultron? Now, if you want to ask Sean oh. a question of to figure out if you watched the movie, what's the name of the Doctor? Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if you can figure this one out. <laughs> Uh, oh, you know what? Here's a note here. We've been talking a lot about characters and stuff, but the music. I know that Eddie's going to have uh, stuff about this, but I was nervous as all hell that they weren't going to be doing the same theme from the first one because a lot of sequels do this, and I have no idea why, but sequels back in the day, they used to keep the themes, and now it seems like the trend is to just redo it completely and to get rid of it. Sometimes that's better. Sometimes it's worse, but... A couple examples I can think of. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man had James Horner. Amazing Spider-Man 2 had Hans Zimmer. Now, the main theme for Amazing Spider-Man 2, I think, is definitely better. But then they got all that weird dubstep shit. Um, But not even close to the same theme. Uh, Spider-Man 3 didn't have Danny Elfman in it, so they didn't really keep the same theme going. They tried to, like, do a knockoff. The X-Men movies are all over the fucking place, and thankfully, John Ottman was able to come back with Days of Future Past and do the theme from X-Men 2, which was, like, as close as possible you could get to the animated series one, which is just amazing. It's the best one ever. But, you know, they had that whole da-da-da-da-da-da, and it's like, oh, my God, a theme I can recognize. People miss... uh, They underestimate how a theme can make a big difference. You know, the James Bond theme is in every Bond film, and whenever the James Bond theme comes up in an action sequence, it's awesome because it's the fucking Bond theme. The Godfather theme is iconic because it's in all of the Godfather movies. Say that's a fucking Man of Steel fucking pricks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man of Steel, it's not carrying the same continuity, but that is, you know, a theme song that people recognize. Nobody recognizes the Man of Steel soundtrack. You haven't said but- Star Wars yet? I can't believe it. That was going to be my next one, actually. <laughs> like, you've got Star Wars and all that. What's Star Wars going to be doing for this next series? They've got fucking John Williams back. They're doing the theme and all that. And I was so worried that Avengers wasn't going to keep that theme because it's that's actually gone a far way of becoming an iconic theme already. And when they hired Brian Tyler, he is... I, I don't want to say this is like a derogatory kind of thing, but it's going to come out that way. He's a cheaper version of being able to pull this kind of stuff off and he they love him but the downside to having him is he kind of just tosses away what came before him and I don't like that but they pulled it off in this movie music wise they kept that theme Brian Tyler brought back his old themes from uh, Iron Man 3 and Thor the Dark World so that way like we've kind of got like the Iron Man song now and uh, you know, when Thor is saving the people who fo- are following with the car, Thor's theme from Dark World pops up and all that. And I loved the fucking music in this one. I can't wait to <clears throat> buy <clears throat> the soundtrack. 
<laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, me too. <laughs> yes. side, side note on what's going on, I just saw this online. Apparently, Joss Whedon says that the scenes from Age of Ultron that contained Loki were cut. So it's not like he was like in there in the background for okay. that scene with Thor. He had scenes, and they were cut from the final film. Hmm. No idea. There, I there are rumors that there's going to be an extended cut. Oh, yeah. So, what did you guys think about the music? It was music. It was good. <laughs> I, I did. I did, li- I did like the opening that it was the theme from the Avengers when they were fighting. Eddie, you're a music guy. Any thoughts? Uh huh. Yeah, uh, the theme is great. Uh, well, maybe one of the reasons that you don't see uh, a lot of big themes nowadays is because maybe purposely, maybe psychologically, they're saying. Okay, Thor movies, they're good. The Hulk, good. No Captain America, good. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But we want you to really get a kick out of this trilogy. You know, Avengers, Avengers, uh, Age of Ultron, Avengers this and that and whatever. Uh, which is why Guardians of the, of the Galaxy is just basically a soundtrack of a bunch of 70s bands. Which is great. I mean, I think they're doing a good job. Iron Man had a, had a cool theme, sure. But Iron Man's like the most powerful um, standalone hero. As far as I'm concerned, you know, his mark—it's all a question of marketability, I think. Um, and then who knows what goes on behind the, uh, the scenes? You know, sometimes they go like, "Yeah, like uh, Hans Zimmer will sign a contract, but you have to, uh, you know, he'll only do it if you scrap what was done before, and he'll make his own right. theme and all that kind of stuff." I mean, it's once you commit to a to a composer in Hollywood, it's kind of that's it. I mean, they don't own the rights to the to the previews. So I mean, I mean, there's a whole lot of bureaucratic crap going on. It's not just uh, all all of the stuff is intentional, or uh, they couldn't have, they couldn't help it. Um, which brings us to Avengers, which is fucking rad. I think Danny Elfman was great. Yeah, I'm curious what his additions ended up being. I wonder if they'll ever like actually break that down on like the yeah the no, or I totally do I totally do um, here's a problem though Hollywood's becoming so like okay this is the standard and you got to do it like you, it's becoming very homogenous you can't really tell what's going on I mean, who who whose theme is this whose theme is that um, you know, the personality is kind of disappearing with the 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 great you know perfect crisp production and all that and. Besides, nowadays, I, I think every major Hollywood movie records in Hans Zimmer Studios anyways. So that's why you're going to get the same kind of sound, you know. Um, I'm pretty sure John Williams is not doing that. This is why you, sometimes you get some composers where you can totally hear the difference. And with Star Wars, I'm pretty sure he, he's, I don't know, he's probably not going to record in the Hans Zimmer studio. So, Sam, you said you got some random notes here. Um Let's uh, plow through some of those and then eventually wrap this all up. What uh, are some things that we didn't talk about that you had down, if there are any? All right, so the notes that I have here are either anything that took me out of the movie temporarily that just felt jarring to me, or just anything that I couldn't wrap my own head around as far as like making sense to the plot. So if I mention something we already talked about, I won't go into detail at all. First thing I got... Opening fight scene is a bitch in 3D. 
that thing was giving me a headache. The way that they cut that like opening fight scene, I, I couldn't like follow things sometimes. Yeah, I can and see I, that. I'm, I'm assuming the problem was the 3D and not the movie. Uh, the title card felt thrown in. Like all this, you're just like movie, 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 Avengers, Age of Ultron. It didn't feel like there was any build up. Like you know how in a movie you can feel it building and then title. This just kind of felt like okay, Stark picks up Loki's scepter, Avengers. I didn't really get that. Um, yeah. They mention others like the twins, but they're never seen or explained. That these two were just the most powerful they faced, but they have faced mutated humans. Um, the Iron Legion bot that Ultron controlled that took the scepter looked really fake. Like, the CGI was really bad. Uh, when Ultron was born, he basically thinks for a couple seconds and then just goes, I think I'll kill all humans. <laughs> He's Bender. <laughs> like he just like th there was no lead up there was no rationale it's just huh I'm born hey, what baby. is this world Kill all wow humans. humans suck I'm gonna destroy them <laughs> yeah but he's a supercomputer he should be able to think faster like that yeah it just felt really jarring and they did um, show you that he was like looking up like YouTube clips and stuff if you click around YouTube long enough you want to kill all humans yeah uh Tony pulls name Ultron out of his ass because comics yeah, I did. No, yeah, no, re <laughs> no, no reason for Stark to actually call him Ultron. He just decides to do that because that's his name in the comics. Well, why does he call himself Iron Man? Because other Iron. people called other people called him Iron Man. Oh, that's true. Like no, their I mean, name's witty. No, no, Tony Stark is witty. He's humorous, and it's like, what's his name? Ultron. You know, whatever. Yeah. Out of his ass. What's the one that um, he makes in the comics? Isn't it Ultimo? Mm, Dave, you might know that. Servo? That was Arsenal. Maybe it's all of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's an alien AI inside of Loki's scepter. Inside the Mind Stone? How? Why? What the fuck? Like, why is it there? Who I, put it there? Like, what is it doing? Why I it took exist? that as not as much alien computer artificial intelligence and more like... I guess like uh, like a blueprint universal intelligence. I just assumed Thanos had that one, and he's the, he gave it to Loki the first time to try to conquer Earth. Eh, okay. Uh, Baron Strucker seemed important, but I guess not. <laughs> tied that loose end quickly. Uh, Fury's helicarrier was hella convenient. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, we uh, we dusted this thing off. And uh, I happen to be wearing the same uniform I wore in the first Avengers movie because wardrobe. Uh, couldn't Quicksilver heal fast too. Uh, Ultron was too human and funny. Uh, a lot of scenes felt too choppy. The scene just ends and goes to the next one as opposed to flowing into the next scene. Uh, Thor and Selvig about the magic pool. Ultron's first scene at the party. They know next to nothing about this AI, but hey, he called us out, so let's go fuck him up. That's what I would do if I was drunk after a party. <laughs> I hey, it was a fight. <laughs> this one really bothered me, and I think I already brought it up. Ultron is afraid of Jarvis. Why? 
Jarvis is made by Stark. Ultron's AI resembled a fucking brain. What did Ultron have to fear exactly? It's never elaborated. That's true. Well, here's the thing, man. Aren't you like afraid of like uh, spiders or scorpions or something? <laughs> You're a superior being, but still, it's like ill, you know. Better not be no spiders of the. <laughs> Right, but I don't think every spider is gonna fucking just kill me with a bite. Okay, but what about okay? What about like a like a wasp? I'm sure scared of wasps, man. Yeah, but that's irrational. And I'm I'm a superior being to a wasp. You know know who's not afraid of a wasp? Scott. (laughs) (laughs) I got a Hulk runs away at the end because Black Widow hurt his feelings or something. Yeah, he fucking pouted, little bitch. (laughs) No, he doesn't run away because of that. He runs away because he knows that he can't be around anybody like that. Right, but Black Widow changed his mind, and they decided they were going to run away together. Yeah, then she said that she's sterile, and he was just like, uh, I want nah, to you're kind of damaged. I'm sorry, but the Hulk's not really going to think about that kind of stuff when he's in that form, you know? I don't think him running away, well, yeah, whatever, it works. <laughs> What if there's a deleted scene where he stops being the Hulk and he's turning back into Banner and he's like, the fuck am I doing on this ship? And he just crashes into Fiji. (laughs) Oh my god, I forgot how to fly this thing. (laughs) Uh, End credit scene fucking sucked. It was like seven seconds. It was quick. They didn't explain, like, we saw the Infinity Gauntlet in Thor. Like, everybody knows it was just an Easter egg, but it's like so established as an Easter egg now. That how he got it from Asgard, they never go into detail about that. And he just says, I'm going to do it myself. Do what yourself? Like, you mean from the first Avengers movie? Like, failed alien Did, like, you know about Ultron and, like, he failed and now you're going to do it yourself? Like, are you talking about the Guardians? Because the Guardians were the last one. Yeah, like, is this about Ronan? Like, like, what exactly? Like, no explanation. None whatsoever. It's, 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 dude, no, hang on. It's implied that obviously he's going to try to take over Earth. Well, yeah, that's obviously the implication, but, but why? I don't because, think it said like, he's going to take over no, Earth. No, no, no. Stop asking those kind of questions, man. You're just going to realize that every piece I mean, of I'm a scientist. I'm a scientist. I have to ask why. Well, then, throw, you know, then take all your video games, all your sci fi movies and everything, and throw it all away because it's all crap. Like, well, Diab- they all, take, they all, take, they all take, a, take a simple concept like Diablo, okay? Like the, the game Diablo. Diablo. Why is Diablo do- evil? For no fucking reason. Like they have no reason to do this. And if you have to analyze, the only reason that any man—it's uh, not even an analysis. Anthropologically even... speaking, anthropology, right? The only I, I reason don't... a person will be evil is because of bad, you know, like a poor uh, psychological foundation. I don't. Li- I don't like my two-dimensional villains. I don't like Malachi. I well, don't that's like exactly. I'm everybody's two-dimensional in these movies and and these games and everything else. Like they're they're evil for no fucking reason. I prefer unless evil. you unless you you see like a you know a clip of Thanos growing up you know where his dad walks out on his family and he then you know like his mom is raped by his stepdad and, and he doesn't need he's, that he's, <laughs> he needs he needs a reason why he's doing the things he's doing. All right, I'm going to try to justify this now. I'm going to say, and this is uh, maybe I'm stretching a little bit. There are two hands, so you can wear two gloves. Maybe one of those is in Asgard, and he has the other one. So he didn't get it from Asgard. Maybe if he did get it from Asgard, Loki's sitting on the throne right now. Maybe in the time period of what has happened, maybe Loki gave it to him. 
and we just haven't seen that yet, and we'll get some kind of flashback in Ragnarok. That, that could always be the scene with Loki that got cut. Yeah, that could definitely be the case. If not, almost a guarantee that he has something to do with the Infinity Stones. As far as when he says, fine, I'll do it myself, I took that as meaning Thanos is lazy. Uh, he is the type of character that, like, he can get everything done, but he succeeds when he tries. And, I mean, in the comics, he, you know, fucks up the entire universe. So he can do it, but you see him in Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, the first Avengers. I mean, the first Avengers, he doesn't even turn around to talk to Loki. And he wants Loki, he gives him a fucking... uh, Infinity Stone to go do that shit on his own, where he's got the Chitauri, he could just do that himself. Uh, and in Guardians of the Galaxy, after the other gets killed, he's still sitting on his throne, and he's just kind of like, I ain't fucking getting up. Like, that, <laughs> I think that, that actually, I like that though. There's nothing scarier than a bad guy who is so badass that he is just sitting the whole time, because then once he gets up, yeah, you, shit's gonna go down. Which, that's yeah. why he's like, fine then, I'll just fucking do it myself, because if anybody else can't do it, I'm just gonna come through, and I'll... I could do this with the snap of my fingers, and you guys are fucking idiots, so, ugh, daddy'll step in, he'll just <laughs> fuck up the universe, because you guys suck. <laughs> I got uh, one more point on my list, and then a side note. My last point is something Dace brought up. Hulk never said anything. And that was just disappointing. Like, he just grunted the entire time. You're always expecting Hulk to have, like, that one line or something like that. But he, he never got anything. And then my side note. Vision has the Mind Stone. He's fucked for Infinity War. Good. Should be some you know, casualties. Yeah, in order for them to actually use the Infinity Gauntlet, they're going to have to rip it out of his head, so. <laughs> so let's go. the most important point. What's that? Mark Ruffalo fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I guess it just, I, for some reason I thought he was really scruffy looking in this one. So oh, let's I, go I around really the table tired, here. Like, like he didn't sleep at all or something. I don't know. Let's go around the table here. Final thoughts. Is the movie, if you have to boil it down, is it a hit or a miss? Going to go in reverse from earlier. Sean? I think it's really good considering i'm not a marvel guy i'm more of a dc guy but mark ruffalo needs to go kill himself he tried that he put a bullet and the other guy spit it out (laughs) edward norton needs to come back god damn it (laughs) sam is uh age of ultron hit or miss age of ultron is definitely a hit eddie um yeah what the hell it's a hit dace Goddamn right, it is a hit. <laughs> and can I just tell you what, what what the one part I thought was really super, like uber lame hmm. was like uh, in, when the, at, at the climax of the of the battle in uh, Ro, Ro, whatever the country's name is, Sokovia. Um, there's this part where they're all in this central place where it's like the pivot of the universe or something, the cathedral, whatever. And they're all fighting. Then the, you know, the, the music comes by. Da, 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 da. And they're all together, like, fighting. It felt like such a Power Rangers moment. <laughs> Nothing so wrong lame. with Power Rangers. 
go, go, no, but the it felt, Avengers. It felt really lame, like the kind of thing a kid would get excited about, like, ah, oh, cool. I was just thinking they're going like, my God, what the fuck? <laughs> it's supposed to be cool, but it, it turned out really lame. Felt so lame, like Thor, you know, like with his hammer. Then see like Quicksilver running around and the Hulk smashing and shit. All together, you know, everybody together. Kind of lame. I love this movie. I think uh, a second viewing is going to be possibly even more fun. I don't know, um, but this is as nerdy as you can possibly get, which to me is a huge, huge thumbs up. Um, let's talk about some plugs here. Anybody want to throw out some plugs here? Dace, go first. <laughs> Check out the Dace Man Show Wednesday nights live, 8 p.m. Eastern on megapowersradio.com. That's all I got. Sam? Uh, you can catch me writing for fanboysanonymous.com and on Science 101 on Facebook. Eddie? Uh, I'm going to be checking out that Science 101 on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Sean? I'm doing a live Q&A on Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern, on twitch.tv forward slash Sean to see 1989. You sound thrilled to be doing it. <laughs> well, you know, it's work at the end of the day. Well, I'll, I'll say it's work. You're doing a Q&A during the, lo- the fight of the century? Uh, it's just before the fight of the century, dude. Oh, okay. I ain't no fool. Nah, I mean... I got it booked as well on my phone for the fight of the century. It's, it's Mayweather versus Puerto Rican fella. <laughs> <laughs> Pacquiao is pretty hard to spell. Well, well that'll I'm do us. Much harder than fucking Puerto Rican. I had to Google that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that'll wrap us up for this episode of Review Point. Uh, all my plugs are all over the place, so everybody just check out A Mango Tree and Smart Out Moment and Fanboys and uh, the All Talk Show and all that other kind of stuff. But on behalf of the panel, as well as all the fanboys and fangirls that couldn't be here tonight, thank you for listening and shooting the breeze with us. This has been Review Point Episode 10. Leave your comments below. Tell us what you think the hits and misses were. And stay tuned for everything else coming your way. I'm Tony Mango, and I am one hell of a happy fanboy after this movie. We will see you next time, everybody.